0: Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We want to start by personally inviting you to church this Sunday. We have two services Sunday mornings, one at 9 a.m. and the other at 11 a.m., that 11 a.m. service is live-streamed. You can see it at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. And if you come at 11, we have Japanese and Korean translation available. This week, Pastor Larry Nagengast will be preaching. Let's begin today on Harvest Time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor.
1: day Chris. I'm glad to uh, be with you again today. Yeah, Pastor Larry's going to be... Uh, Uh, preaching on sunday and uh, i'd invite you to come uh hear his passion for the word and his burden for the scriptures i'm actually going to be out a couple of weeks uh uh, on a little bit of a trip so we've got a few of our pastors are going to be filling in while i'm gone and uh it'll be a great sunday together i'm really uh, glad to have ray and alana king with us uh, on harvest time welcome you guys thanks for being with me
2: thank you pastor thank you for having us
1: Ray and Alana have been at Harvest. We'll tell their story in a minute for a few years. We'll we'll get some specifics on that. And uh, kids are involved here. We're really thankful for their family. Um, let's kind of start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about your background and your story. And uh, uh, Ray, let's start with you. You grew up on Guam? Uh, yeah, I've been here probably all my life. Family's been here for generations, right?
3: Yeah, like, yeah, I guess forever. Forever. You say. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Pretty what much. what part of the island did you grow up on? So mostly, uh, well, um, my family, according to my what they have told me, were originally from like PD area. Okay. So that's originally where the Kangas are from, and then we kind of migrated to like my well, my dad migrated to like uh, Heights, and then we uh, ended up in uh, Sinahania, and then. Uh, Chalampago
1: would be our last stop. <laughs> the last stop of <laughs> yeah. It,
3: So, yeah, pretty much that's where I grew up most of my life. And, yeah.
1: Went to school where?
3: Um, elementary, it was kind of like different schools. I kind of went into like public school, private school. So, beginning was public. Uh, it was like seal, titanal mm-hmm. elementary. It was Sinajanya. And then, like, I guess... Second, third grade, somewhere around there. Uh, I went to um, uh, San Vicente. Okay. That was in Bergada. Mm-hmm. And then a little, maybe a year there too. And then after, I went back to public school. And then I was like at, um, what is it? Uh, I, I say about uh, Agata Johnston. Hmm. And that's in Chalampago or Ordod, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. yeah. And then I ended up in um, St. Francis, okay. which is in Jotnya. Yeah, that's where I finished off my middle school. Uh And then high school went to George Washington. Okay, George Washington
1: graduated graduated from there. Okay, all right. I'm uh, anxious to hear about how you and Alana met, but Alana, you grew up here too as well, right?
2: Yes, I was born and raised here, but my parents are originally from Palau. Okay. So um, my mom and dad came during their high school years and ended up staying here. And then so I was born and raised here, went to public school all my life. Graduated from John F. Kennedy and then um, started going to UOG my college years.
1: Okay, Yeah. did your Did your parents move here with their families or did they just both come here for high school and then end up staying?
2: They came here separately. Like my mom was sponsored here um, from a military family to go to high school, finish off for high school. Um, so she stayed down at Big Navy. Mm-hmm. And my dad came um, on his own with his uh, family I think during mid-high school, and then he, mm-hmm. after graduating John F. Kennedy, he um, joined the military.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some military in your background, we'll get to that too, but um, t- uh, tell me about, Alana, uh, let me ask you this, how did you guys meet, you and Ray meet?
2: Um, we met at at work. We we worked together for a couple years, and that's how we met. Um, I kind of saw, he was in a different department, I was in a different department, and he um, uh, we would cross paths, but one day we were forced to work together. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't really happy about that. But um, um, the my boss said, "Yeah, he he'll help you," and you know. So we ended up um, getting to know more about each other, and then that's when the military background came in, and that's what we had in common because his dad was also in the military, same um, branch, army.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. And the rest is history, right? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have three kids. Tell us yes. about your kids.
2: So Matthew is 20. He's in um, start started his third year of college. Chloe is 18. She's going to graduate from Harvest um, this school year. And Audrina is 12, seventh grade. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah, we love your family. Thankful that God has you here at Harvest. Um, so, uh, Ray, you graduated from Harvest. High school, Did you say GW?
3: Yeah, that's the, where I
1: was at. Okay, yeah. and then what's next after that?
3: Uh, I was just like, I don't know. I guess in and out of jobs. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really have a plan mm-hmm. or direction. I just kind of just whatever came. Yeah. that was just it. Yeah, so I was just I just went with that. Yeah. At the at that time. Yeah.
1: Well, tell me about you guys can do this together. But tell me about your spiritual story. Um, I don't know who would like to kind of start that, but. How did you come to know Jesus, and what, what's your background spiritually?
3: Well, my my wife here, she kind of like um, she she was her mom was um, Christian, so she kind of like had it was exposed to that, and then her dad is Catholic and stuff like that. And me, I'm just full blown Catholic, <laughs> so it's kind of like it was kind of like a battle between us because it's kind of like she's trying to. Tell me like, hey, you know, um, this is uh what I was taught, you know, in the Christian background and then and, and how do you do it, you know, in the Catholic? And I was like, we kinda just I, I I feel like it's like a routine, you know, like for me. I said we just go to church every Sunday, you show up, you know, you sit, you stand, you kneel, you know, it's just like so everyone knows what to do. Mm-hmm. And then they pass the baskets out, you donate money and they do it three times, and <laughs> if you didn't feel guilty the first time, by the end of the service, you know, <laughs> you you donated as much as you could, you know, because you felt, I guess, you know, that's the way I portrayed it when I was sure. sitting in there. So then I was, I guess I wasn't, I mean, I thought, like, is this it? Like, this is, this is what it is? And um, so I guess I just, I went with it. And then I was always told growing up that, you were born into this, so you should die no, no, no. like this. And I just kinda like, okay, I guess that's what it is. And then, you know, and then I had my my beautiful wife tell me, It's not like that. Um, you know, you don't have to follow you know, she goes, If you want, you can you know, you can look you can search or whatever you're looking for, what questions you have. Yeah. You know, there's there's I'm pretty sure there's that there's going to be answers, right? And I, I always like, no, you know, you can't tell me. I was very, you know, like already mindset because it's already, I, it's been in my family for so long. Yeah. And, and I, I remember my grandmother always wanting us to go to church. And I mean, she, I don't know if you want to consider that holy. Sure. But she wanted to go to church every day. Mm-hmm. Like, she would go to she's different, she's very surf- devout. Yeah, she yeah. Yep. and she would have like, like in her home, she has lots of saints and all these stuff that just kind of like creep me out because I'm like, why would she collect all these things and mm. all this stuff? And then she would like wake up early. You got we got to go here and we got to be there and tomorrow's. And then I'm um, and I was just like that in that the feeling in my heart was kind of like, man, this is so like. This is a lot of work. Mm. Like I'm exhausted. I don't. I don't know if I want to go. You know, cause she would tell us that this is your way to heaven, or you know, mm-hmm. for you to be with God or whatever. And I was just mm-hmm. kind of like, I'm not so sure that I want to. You know, like I'm still in question. Is is this really it? Mm-hmm. So I was kind of that. That was just my, you know, growing up in that kind of background. Yeah. So, what,
1: what changed for you? And well, actually, let me bring Alana's story into here, and then I'll come back to you. Right? T- sure. Tell me. You know, Ray uh, talked about you growing up mm-hmm. in a Christian home. Tell me about your background.
2: So, um, I actually grew up with a Catholic father and a Christian mother. Um, I was taught kind of both things, um, but my time growing up, my mom wasn't actively participating, um, going to church. So we went to my dad's church a lot. And I was kind of the same thing um, from his family and going growing up. Um, uh, we went to church a lot, and I see them doing certain practices. And I was, um, I guess, I was in question too because I went when I, when I had the opportunity to go with my mom to her church. I noticed they always carried their Bible, so I I, I noticed that. Um, like that kind of stuck out to me, and I noticed why would they do this and the other religion do that. And um, but yeah, they're speak the Catholic side is speaking about um, they're speaking about Jesus. And but then my mom's church, they would um, actually quote, open it, read it, share it. So it um, so one day when I was um, I it was maybe my sophomore year or junior year in high school. Um, we, every year we have this party. Um, like a big family party every New Year's. And I wanted so bad to go to that party, but my mom finally, um, she started changing, going back to church more and more frequently. Um, So she said, no, you're going with me to this party. And I said, no, I wanna go, Uh, I'm sorry, she said, you're going with me to church. And I said, no, I wanna go to the party. Mm. And then so uh, when I went there, it it was just like, a ton of bricks just hit me that day because mm. um, I got to um, to hear Billy Graham for the first time on, and back then it was VCR video, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so I heard one of his um, crusades, yeah. which just hit me on that song, Just As I Am, and it was just, huh. yeah, so, and then um, after that, the pastor called people to share their testimony, and I heard a testimony of someone that was um, I think he just got out of prison and he just broke down sharing his testimony about his struggles and how he ended up there. So it just, like that night I I felt like just all the answers I was looking for and seeking was just answered that moment. So it kind of changed my perspective on religion, that I didn't have to work so hard and do all these things to, to go to heaven. Um, I it, it just hit me that if you re- receive Jesus as your Savior, that you can you can go to heaven. And um, years later, my mom, because um, we I, I wasn't practicing it after, but I did, you know, I had the knowledge of it. Um, I didn't practice it regularly, but my mom would always pray. She would always pray for me, my, my brother, my father. Um, and then one day she came from church and she said, you know, it's it's either heaven or hell. Either you're going to heaven or you're going to hell. Read Matthew 7 cha- um, chapter 7 verse 21. So mm-hmm. that verse like just stuck with me.
1: So this is later on, This right? is later on when like I was.
2: How? So at that time it was like 15, 16, so this is when I was 20. Okay. And I was going through some struggles and trials. Yep. And that that's what that was part of the talk we had that day and okay. um a week later my hu- my um my uncle, who's a pastor, came to visit, and I I noticed they were doing some kind of Bible study outside, and I was inside. And then um, I saw him, I gave him a hug, greeted him, and then he's like, why don't you join us? And I got saved that day. Wow. Yeah.
1: Uh, Alana, you know, you said it's so cool listening to that story, but you said, just as I am? Yes. What, What was so impactful about that?
2: Because it made me realize that I didn't have to um, get myself ready Wow. I didn't have to um, do any other things any practices any anything I can come as I was mm. and and I felt like I did but I just didn't know how I didn't understand yeah. um, it just led me to more and more questions yeah yeah
1: so that was when you're fifteen, sixteen, yes. and twenty, then you really felt like you gave your heart to Jesus yes. and your life changed. You know? My
2: life changed um dramatically. Like um all the all the questions and all the um the thoughts I had was finally answered. Like mm. I finally found the truth that I was looking for. All these years, the truth finally just hit me. Mm. And I felt like I was just here I am wasting my time doing all these other things and then not leading to not leading to joy or anything
1: nothing yeah ray you met Alana a little bit later right and you kind of came in this story where she's now a believer you know in jesus and she's asking you some questions about truth right and you want to know what's the truth
3: and i was I, i was in in my in my mind i was i had questions to her but at the same time i was still you know, on the other side, because sure. I, I would think about my, I don't know how you say it, as being a Chamorro, you know, like you choosing, it's kind of like their family is kind of like, it's deep. It's so, all connected, right? Yeah. yeah so my family, when you, my religion, so I, yeah, my, so when yeah, I, culture, if I close yeah. off, you know, they're going to close me off, you know, they're mm. going to shut me out. So that's what, how old are you kinda, at this time? I was probably in my twenties, 20s. twenties, 20s? yeah, Twenty okay. something. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, you know, like pulled different direction, and and I was I was trying to explain to my my mom like, um, you know, like I have, I want to know, I want to find my 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 what I'm mm. what I'm questioning, and mm-hmm. she's like, no, you know, you can't do that, um, you're already Catholic, and you should just stick with it, you know, you, I mean, you shouldn't have any more questions, and I said, no, I'm still not. I'm still not convinced on everything that i that I'm, that you, sh- you shared with me and then, like, as we were, um, uh, getting together and she would say stuff, so I would have a glimpse of, like, how she would say what they do and whatever and I was just like, oh, okay, but in my mind, I was, it was I was thinking of it. Right. What is it like, is it, is the grass greener on What's the other different? side? What, yeah, why yeah, like, different? Why does, yeah. yeah, why does she see this different? Yeah, why does she, and then she's always wanted it for me, you know, like, let's go experience it you know mm. or let's you know let's if you're if you have questions let's find out mm. like well even if you want we could go to different church different churches yeah and experience which we tried yeah we we mm. tried different things and then we were just kind of like long story short we ended up here at mm. harvest and that's that's because I guess because my son started coming to the school at about what is it 2006? 2006 okay yeah, about 2006. So we start. We ended up going to church. You know, I mean, we weren't consistent, but so your we, son
1: started coming to school, and you're yeah. like, hey, let's try this church. Yeah, let's just go. Yeah, yeah we weren't yeah.
3: we weren't members. We weren't yeah, yeah, yeah. say I wasn't saved yet, uh-huh. and she was just you know always egging me to come on, come on, let's go. And I always said, uh, no, we're busy today. Uh, I have yeah. things to do, and she's like, you know, you're you're always busy. Like <laughs> she goes, you're too busy for God. Like oh wow, and I was like oh wow, and uh, you know, and then I'll like, say. No, it's not like that. And I always, but in my head, I was still thinking about it. Like she's right. You know, this mm. is not, this is not good. You know, like what is God going to say? Like, and I'm always thinking like how she said, heaven and hell. Yeah. Like, is God going to say, You, were oh, too, busy you were for too me. you were too busy for me. Yeah. So why? so why? I, I can't hear you, you know, turn away from me, you know, whatever. whatever. And I was just like thinking about it. So I started going to the church and, um, I, it was just kind of like, like I felt that it was like the same. Like I'll go and you know go there and people would talk about a sermon and whatever. But I guess I wasn't really listening. Yeah. It was just more like I was trying to please her. Sure. And my kid, you know, my kids, and I was like, ah, I guess this is what it is. And then I still remember, um, uh, Pastor Marty or would say it was speaking on something yeah. and. And it was funny because I was going through that, to that situation, that that trial, right at that moment, or right in that time, and and I looked around and I was like, is is he talking about me? <laughs> and then and then I just looked and my wife looked at me and she's like, what's wrong? I said, no, nothing. I'm good. Mm. And then I was just like, wow. I felt like I was in a room by myself and God was talking to me. Yeah. And He knew, and I was just kind of like, this is like like weird like I don't never experience this so when it happened and that's and then I guess that's what broke the ice hmm. where I just said okay I think I could start going to church and maybe I, you know I can I mean if that worked for me that day then I'll, and I was just more curious coming coming and then like I said there would be times where I'm going through something and then he's it's part of the sermon and I'm yeah. like what is going on like are these guys listening to my conversations or yeah. was something? Wow, well, how like amazing confu- is that, yes, right? I mean, I it's such a clear indication
1: me, yeah. of <clears throat> excuse me, of the Holy Spirit in your life because, you know, for a while you sat, even at this church, you sat and you listened, but it really didn't mean anything. Right. And then, you know, this is the work of the Holy Spirit that comes and now you're feeling like this is specifically directed at me. And now everything right. changes, right? Yes. Wow, that's really amazing.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was it. And then from there, we just continued to come. And then I guess down the line where we decided to become a member and also be baptized, you know, so it went from there.
1: Uh, What year did you or when were you guys baptized and joined the church?
2: I was, um, so me and Matthew were baptized at my mom's church. Okay. um, Because there was one year, the year my brother passed away, I kind of like— went with her i felt like i had like she needed me with her for a while mm-hmm. um so uh we were going to that ch- to their church for like um a, about a year um and me and matthew are baptized in that church at okay. um and then a few years later then um ray and chloe accepted christ and then they were baptized here with pastor heron yeah and, yeah
1: yeah praise the lord it's yeah, it was it, awesome it is really amazing the what God has done in your family and your kids' lives, and um, Ray, let me ask you this: What you know when you accepted Christ and really priorities changed for you? What other things changed? Any anything that you look back on and say?
3: I actually like a lot of all a lot of the things that I thought, you know, to me was part of what I should be doing. I kind of like just cold turkey, it and just if mm. i mean i can say a lot of things like smoking and mm. you know just doing all the all the things that would destruct your body as a, mm. a, a person and then I, I also read scripture about your body being the temple of god and mm. you know you have to take care of it and nourish it and you know like it's a gift so i started thinking about that and and I and I I still remember back when I was doing that, and my wife would hear me, she would hear me cough and stuff, and she would say, "You're you like that? You like punishing yourself?" Mm. And I'm like, "No, this is like what I do, you know, like mm. it relieves my my feelings or my stress or whatever." She goes, "No, that's in your that's in your mind. Mm. It's not, you know, like don't don't let it confuse you. You're just actually you it's poison." And I said, "Oh, okay." So then one day I just, I stopped, and then I also thought about like my kids being, you know, because my son's asthmatic, so I was, exp- I don't want to expose him to, you know, secondhand smoke or whatever. So I, so I stopped. I even stopped using like cologne, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just so my I started like thinking like not, not caring only about of myself, yeah, yeah, wow, right. just started mm-hmm. being uh, uh, caring about. Uh, you know my family and people around me. So I said, "That's it. You know, I'm not going to do this anymore." And then I stopped, like, drinking and just all the, all the many things that that, like, veers you away from the truth and God and everything. That's just evil. Just, just pretty much. I mean, I have, I've, like I said, I have nothing to hide. Mm. That's that was my life, and it was it was pretty. Uh, I cut. Co- I come from a, from a really dark place. And here
1: I am. Amen. It's a powerful story of, of God's, uh, renewing of our hearts and our minds. Thank you guys for being willing willing to share it. Alana, you work, uh, at, um,
2: at DoDEA. Um, I'm a school secretary, so I, uh, work closely with like the administrators and then I, I do payroll. I do, um, HR stuff, take care of subs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. And Ray, you work
3: um, at the uh, Anderson Air Force Base, yeah. So I work in the uh, flight line. Yeah. Yeah. So I deal with a lot of different folks.
1: It's been fun. I mean, our personal friendship, but it's been fun watching your family grow. Even in the time that I've been here, your you know your faithfulness to God and to His church family, um, the heritage that you're passing on to your children, your you know this next generation is really awesome. And I know that you both are also very. Uh, you know, active about sharing your faith, uh, at work and with others. And it's just a cool expression of what God's done in your heart. So thank you for being willing to share that here. I know it's always a little scary to be on the radio, but you guys did awesome. Thank you for being willing to share your, your story here today with us. Thank,
3: thank
0: you Pastor. You for having us. And thank you for listening to harvest time. Of course, at this point in the program, we just want to personally invite you again to attend services this week We have a 9 a.m. service on Sunday morning and an 11 a.m. service. That 11 a.m. service is live streamed. You can find that at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. And if you come at 11 a.m., we also have Japanese and Korean translation available. We'd love to see you there. This week, Pastor Larry Nagengast will be preaching. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.